Namaste, y'all. Namaste, my friends. Namaste, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. How's your week? How was your weekend? Have you been keeping it serious? Have you been accepting yourself the way that you are? Have you been accepting others the way that they are? Have you been loving yourself and taking the time to laugh and to smile with a heart of gratitude? Or have you been in a place wherein the light and the dark are both alike, in which it's perfectly all right to dive into the shadows? That's where the healing is. I like Thich Nhat Hanh, the Buddhist monk and wise man. He says, no mud, no lotus. And I've always really liked that for obvious reasons, because it takes that which seems like shit. It's basically shit from the earth. It's like the sky is crying and it turns the ground into shit. (laughs) And from that, from that, a beautiful flower emerges and that's me and that's you. We are that flower, and this world is that mud. And I'm so grateful to be here, and I'm thankful to play in it, and to take a shower, to roll in it again, and then take a shower, and then roll in it again, and then take a shower, and love myself every step of the way. I love you, and one day maybe we'll know what that means. And in the meantime, I hope that the word itself is pure enough to be sufficient. I'm glad to share with you a little bit of scripture from the New Testament before we dive into the Psalms. Because I think that a lot of people, you know, this is our Western tradition, right? So we as White people and even black people from Africa have, a lot of us are tied to these same religions, especially in terms of Egypt. And um, everyone knows that the Ark of the Covenant is in Ethiopia. So there are more tribal versions um, of, you know, spiritual practice. It's not like Christianity or Judaism, you know, goes back to Nigeria or whatever. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot more interconnectedness And these traditions, I firmly believe, are part of the Western mysteries. And so, and so, (coughs) pardon moi. And so, as we learn about these mysteries, I think that we're actually learning something that's deeper. And so, I'm not trying to force that on you, but just know that that's what's going on. And so, I just hope that any word that I share that's from God or that I could be a vessel, that your eyes and ears would be open to receive whatever it is that's going to help serve you and serve the good and bring you a little bit more peace, a little bit more joy, a little bit more wisdom and fulfillment day to day. I hope you leave this podcast feeling better and I hope you share it with people who think, who whom you think would enjoy it. Yes, whom you think you would enjoy it. (laughs) All right, 
Cool. So here's a fun little reading. Ephesians, all right? Here's the Bible. This is the Bible, all right? In the New Testament, there is a book called Ephesians. And in the book of Ephesians, in the third chapter, and from verse 14 to verse 21, the title of this section says, Appreciation for the Mystery. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Bringing out the big guns over here. We, we called his name. We said Jesus. I don't think we've heard much from Jesus since the first episode, maybe the second episode of this podcast. I don't talk about Jesus because, uh, well, it's a complicated issue and a lot of people, just like their idea of God, project onto this idea of Jesus. Um, a lot of things that I heard that Jesus is not really happy about because apparently this is an actual entity um, that is actually separate from mm, so here we go now into some thoughts here's some mystery Jesus was born a man And when we say Christ Jesus, what we mean is the Holy Spirit that descended upon him as a dove in the book of John when he was baptized. And so, in this scripture that says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith is this Christos nature, that is the cross, that is your divine nature, as in, as above, so below, you are Jesus. Kanye is Jesus, I am Jesus, Jesus is Jesus, and you are Jesus Christ. We are all Jesus Christ if we choose to follow the calling It's our divine nature, and it's up to us how much and to what extent and when we wish to enlighten this within ourselves. Some of us feel we might have no choice because we've ended up in such great adversity that God's house is the last house on the block, and that's perfectly all right as well. And the process of shining a light takes time, and that's the fun of the mud right? Is that the lotus doesn't just blah, here I am, right? Is that there's this whole thing that's going on that that we don't see is this gradual process of, for us, illumination. For the lotus, blossoming. And really, technically, 
We're all one in the same. So there's a little fun mystery to you, and I hope you got something out of that. And if it did not all make sense to you, that's perfectly all right. Because here is at least, at least, something practical you can take away. Which comes to us from our friend Psalm 33. It's true and has been written in both of the sources and according to tradition that if a woman has tended to suffer with stillborn children, then according to this, one ought to pray Psalm 33 with the divine name Yahweh or Yehovah Jehovah. Okay, so Yahweh Jehovah. These names are sounding familiar. We would pray Psalm 33 over olive oil with the divine name Jehovah, and we would anoint the woman who tends to suffer with stillborn children, and this should help her pregnancy along. This Psalm 33 is also good if there's a time of famine. So the way you would do it is you would actually, it would be the, this is the inhabitants of the afflicted district. So I guess it depends on who all is in your circle, but that where two or more are gathered to get together and to pray Psalm 33 and uh, with the divine name Yahweh, then so too shall the famine be dispersed. So Psalm 33 over olive oil to help a woman with her childbirth and Psalm 33 with the community to help release the famine of the land. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with the harp, make melody to him with an instrument of ten strings, Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The word, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven, he sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually, he considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. 
Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us, just as we hope in you.